Hey, Rob Bradford here. You guys know I'm always up for a good MVP story, and one of the best stories is Wasabi Technology. Wasabi is the world's hottest cloud storage company, and it's become the go-to provider for professional and collegiate sports teams, including 20 major league baseball teams like the Red Sox and NHL teams like the Bruins and Vancouver Canucks. Even the Liverpool Football Club is getting in on the Wasabi action. So why is Wasabi the MVP? Well, Wasabi was purpose-built to free businesses from skyrocketing storage costs and unpredictable transaction fees that the Amazons of the world are charging. In fact, Wasabi is up to 80% less than those hyperscalers and doesn't charge a cent for businesses to access their data. From Wasabi's AI-enabled intelligent media storage, Wasabi Air, to the industry's only cloud storage service with triple protection against cyber criminals, data deletion, and ransomware, Wasabi's taking the lead in driving innovation in data storage and helping sports teams to unleash the power of their data. Wasabi, another Boston-based champion. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. All right, this next segment was recorded after the Brock and Sock interview with Cal Raleigh that seemed to get overhyped the day before. But there was a part of that uh, reaction episode that seemed to get some interest, and that's talking about when people say, Cal Raleigh's as good as out of here. He's a Scott Boris guy and blah, 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 blah. And so we just kind of take that topic and kind of go with it, talking about why is there that fear of him being gone and what's the reality of when that would be if that was the situation. And we also talk about maybe Cal is the first person of the rest of that young core that gets the contract next. Anyways, here it is. You know, the narrative, it seems like everybody keeps saying, like, he's as good as gone. He's as good as gone. And I don't understand when people are saying that. Can you explain that more to me? Because as far as me looking up his uh, contract that he's on, he he still has a few years. Yes, he's going to have arbitration. Is it because he's a Boris guy? What What is the – why is that kind of – Something that people say. Um, I just think that one it has to do with the comments he made after the in the in the clubhouse after being eliminated last year. His frustration. You mentioned Boris. That's another thing. And uh, he didn't say it now, and he said this the correct answer. You know, it's not up to him. It's up to ownership and management to play put put the team together, and and it's hit up to him and the rest of his teammates to be in the best shape and be as well prepared as they can for the season. And, and it's on the players too. And he's right. And, uh, but I I just, I mean, Scott Boris has come out and said comments about the Mariner organization, not being serious about winning. Um, That's the narrative with a lot of Mariner fans and it's kind of, you know, they don't spend the money they're cheap, blah, blah, blah. So I think you just kind of, start 
putting two and two together and it just kind of makes a little sense. Cal's a winner. You can tell that by the way he plays, um, the drive that he has, the, the competitiveness, the frustration, you know, uh, you can see when he, he, some of his mannerisms during the game, but, and then him speaking out, like I mentioned in the dugout, I mean, that's a big deal. So, uh, that's kind of how, where I think it comes from. Well, as you can see right here on the screen, uh, we are looking at Cal Raleigh's current contract that he's on. This is his last pre-arbitration year. This is the last year you're getting him at a uh, big discount. Uh, then 25, 26, 27 are his uh, three arbitrational years. So, I mean, if I get it. <laughs> And after 2027, you, he's either going to walk or you're going to trade him in 27. So when people talk about he's as good as gone, that's a lot of time. And let's just even say arbitration too. He's not going to get to his first arbitration and be gone. I just don't see that happening. Yeah, uh, it's hard to say. I mean, it's been well documented about players who spoke out too. Cal has spoken out, and I think that's a reason too. You know, he could be traded. It seems to happen quite a bit with players that speak out. Going back into the '90s with Jeff Nelson, um, and then players uh, recently, Paul Seawald, uh, that spoke out. So, I mean, there is a coincidence or lack thereof a coincidence in moves that happen to guys that speak out. Um, I would, you talked about lo losing Cal. I certainly don't want to. I think he's a gift switch hitting catcher that calls a good game, can block. He does it all, you know, and does it for 150 games behind the plate, it seems like. Yeah, that's what I'm, I'm wondering why people always say, hey, well, he's good as gone. You see that. You see that all the time on online. You see that all the time in social media. And it's like, I don't, he's not going to go anywhere. I don't think this is a guy that you got to worry about going anywhere in two or three years. And if you are worried about him going in two or three years, then you're kind of contradicting yourself about this next season. And we're, we're, when you're saying, well, I don't want to think about two or three years down the road. I want to think about just this season. And as far as him being here this this season, he's here. I don't see, and we could save this recording. I don't see the Mariners trading Cal if things go south this season, which they very well can if they don't get more offense. But I feel like he's safe being here. I think Cal is one of those important pillars to the Mariners going forward and to the legacy of the team. I, I just going to say, I feel like, and we've talked about it before, he's one of the untouchables on the team with Julio and him. But um, then again, you know, this ownership has changed their tune on a lot of things. And I've told you before, it's always a trust thing. So I don't know. Could it happen? Couldn't it happen? I will never say no with anything the way this team operates. Uh, and a lot of, and again, there's more of this. If I don't see him sticking around, I don't blame him if he leaves. And it's like he can't leave. He can't leave. The Mariners have to trade him. So there's no, there's no leaving. There's no cow leaving until after the 2027 season. Oh, well, he can demand a trade. 
He can demand a trade. Doesn't mean it's going to happen, but he could demand one. Absolutely. Do you see? Um, do you see him demanding a trade? Let me ask you. Let me put you on the hot seat here, Hannah. Do you see? Do you see him right now demanding a trade in the next three years? Um, I, I, I don't know, but it would not surprise me. And let's say in a few year, two or three from 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 today, it would not surprise me. No. So if we're still doing this podcast in three years here on the Great Odyssey. Because that's where we'll be in three years, right? We'll still be doing this podcast for Odyssey. I don't know where I'm going to be in 30 minutes. Okay. Well, <laughs> I know in three years I'll be right here on Odyssey. I'm wondering if we ha- we can pull this clip up and, and you're like, I'm going to say Cal Raleigh ain't going anywhere. I'm going to say he, he's going to get a – he's going to be one of the Mariners. I think that you're going to see get a contract faster than maybe some of the pitchers, maybe some of the other players that you're expecting. I feel like after George Kirby, I think Cal Raleigh is probably the next person that the Mariners out of the core guys tries to lock up. What do you think about that? Yeah, I could see that too. No doubt. I mean, he's a, he's a top five catcher probably in the, in the league, you know, Um, hopefully take that next step this year, be an all-star. And just keep grinding and taking steps forward every single year. You know, he's what's this is only his, he's only had well, last year was his first full season in the bigs, correct? Yeah. In 22, he got sent down, came back yeah. up. Had the best return I've can ever remember of any Mariner. Um, he had like a, like a Mike Trout coming back from the minors, kind of ripping back into the major leagues because. A lot of people know this Mike Trout. I lived down here in, in Southern California. I remember he got sent down to the minors, came back up, never turned back. That's what Cal Raleigh's 2022 return felt like. And yeah, so his yeah, so his career's just getting going. I mean, he's a baby in the league now, you know, first full season, and God, he's shown a lot. And uh he's a good player. It's someone I want to keep around. I mean, we've seen our catchers who they've been, you know, the Miguel Olivos uh, since, you know, probably the most famous catcher in Mariner history, Dan Wilson left, you know, so it's not an easy p- position to fill that has the skill of Cal that can do it from both sides of the plate and f- both sides of the ball. So whatever, whenever he becomes a free agent or his contract, it's going to be, he's going to be a, a well-paid player. Hey now! And then my other question here about Cal is we talked about the window, the window with a lot of these guys in their pre-arbitration or early arbitration seasons here coming up. You got Cal Raleigh. You got George Kirby. And you got Logan Gilbert. I think we can all agree those are the three Mariners that – They need to sign, or that's that's the other half of the core with Julio, JP, and Cal. 
I would say that's the core six guys. When you talk about this is the core of the Mariners, would you say it's those six? Yeah. Can we agree on that? We're looking at Cal. We're looking at Kirby, who have one more pre-arbitrational year. And we got Gilbert. Gilbert is the only person out of these three that is in an arbitrational season estimated. He's going to be making about 5 million this year and Cal and Kirby have one more year until they hit that arbitration out of these three people, which person right now, just hypothetically, do you see the Mariners moving on from and getting something and which two do you think are going to get those contracts or do you think it's less than that? I, I personally, I hope all three of them stick around. Um, the so Mariners that. can, af- the Mariners can afford them and they've developed them. And that's what you ask for is a organization to develop your homegrown guys. And hopefully they turn out to be great players where they deserve to be paid. And the Mariners, you would think can afford that, but that's another story. Um, I would assume that Kirby has the higher ceiling probably, but Logan's been working on some other pitcher pitches as well. I mean, these guys are just such babies only playing, you know, one full season, one and a half full seasons or, you know, or two full seasons. And they're just so early on in their career. It's kind of unfair to think about already, but it just seems to me if they had to make a choice, they would probably, I think, would part with Logan first. Because of the one year ahead of the arbitrational. Yeah. I mean, he could get be getting paid. You know, I've heard upwards of, you know, not this net, this upcoming year. He has another good year. You know, he can be in the high high teens as far as salary and arbitration. I've read. I agree. Um, if I was seeing one person that would have to go, and by have to go, some big blockbuster trade out of this, it would it'd definitely be Logan, because he is what he is. You're getting what you're getting. I've, I. I think there is some ceiling there. You're right. He's is developing some other stuff. Wants the ball. He's going to get you lots of innings. He has pitched a lot of innings in the last couple of seasons for the Mariners. Um, as far as Cal and Kirby, I think those are the two that the Mariners are definitely going to lock up. Let's hope that all three of these guys get locked up, like you said. Maybe we even see them start to get locked up this season. If they start getting locked up this season, then do you look back at 2023's offseason, which is not over yet, but do you look back and go, okay, I understand it a little bit more? I mean, I, yeah, I mean, I understand. It doesn't mean I like it, but yeah, yeah. I understand it. Um, but, you know, you can look at it in another way on the other aspect of it with, you could see, you could, you could say or make the argument, well, um, we could trade George Kirby. We could maybe get the most out of him or for him he has you know the highest ceiling and you know the last number of years of major league experience controllable contract which they you know both are but um kirby started his clock one year uh one year later than logan so 
you could maybe get more for Kirby. So, I mean, there's all kinds of ways to look at it, but it's hard to say. Yeah. Well, that's about all the uh, the news we, we have for today. I know there's all kinds of other rumors going on here with uh, possibly heating up a bit uh, with the other young pitchers on the team, Wu, Miller, um, and Logan kind of gets thrown into that situation, but we're going to let those develop a little bit more. Uh, Mariners still have not put their other foot down or any foot down when they're when people are like, I'm waiting for the other uh, foot to land or the other shoe to land. It's like they haven't landed one foot. They're still uh, Neil Armstrong waiting on the waiting on the ladder to jump onto the moon here. 